This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We got like a three and a half pound bag for trick-or-treaters. It's uh-huh. just a big like grab bag of candy. With the little fun size stuff. Yeah, there's there's some dots in there. There's Skittles. some suckers, there's some Skittles, there's some Butterfingers. But yeah. Tootsie Roll, really, they signed some big contract with whatever company's making these bags. Because they got, <laughs> Mostly they got Tootsie the Tootsie Rolls. Pops, they got the, the regular rolls, the long rolls, and then like the big thick logs. The... So there's there's four <laughs> types, four ways to eat Tootsie Rolls. But like 70% of the bag is filler with Tootsie Rolls. That's that's, and then they give you, you know, five, six boxes of dots. No one's that excited about Tootsie no Rolls. No one. I like Tootsie Rolls. Sure. Okay? I don't need 94 Tootsie Rolls. I, I, I need one. Maybe two. Maybe three. One is enough. Anyway, we didn't get any trick-or-treaters, so <laughs> now I'm eating all of them. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains. That are causing you pain. Call Michael Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly. Free business paper needs or Dundamip. Then the people purchase paper, people Dundamip. Then the people purchase paper, people Dundamip. Then the people purchase paper, people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and head trainer at Dwight Schrute's Gym for Muscles, Sean Roney. And uh, with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Actually, it's more of a guy's afternoon in. A G-A-I. A gay. <laughs> not, no, it's uh, not gay. It's uh, just a... It's a bridal shower for guys. A guy shower. <laughs> An hour-long shower with guys. Uh, sadly, Edwin, Ed, Mr. Edwin Janes. Missing the shower. Uh, missing, missing this hour-long shower with guys. Uh, been called away on a business trip. So just the two of us today going to do a little mailbag episode. Mm-hmm. We are. Um, Listeners have been writing in and calling our hotline and leaving us messages, which is super cool. And I mean, we've got so many piled up now that we're just going to do an entire yeah. episode with them. We've, we've There's done a all couple kinds of great questions and comments. This will be our third one. I think it'll probably be a more regular thing as yeah. we go along, just because like, you know, you don't want to burn out all the topics. And this sure. you guys do such a good job at writing stuff in and we get questions. We get a lot of just notes, things I never considered. Things a lot I would have never thought about. Things yeah. I never would have thought to ask yeah. you guys. You guys are great at it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we're just going to we're just going to empty out sort of everything we haven't talked about. If you've sent one in, we got some voicemails. We got all sorts of questions. Um, 
And Edwin did, uh, we sent him a list of everything we're doing. Right. So he did send us his responses. So we'll be reading his thoughts as we go along. Yes. Um, with us in spirit, as but always. Yes. He was sent to, he was sent to Winnipeg last minute <laughs> in November. <laughs> he was just jumping. It, it was, it's hard to find someone who so wants he, to go uh, to Winnipeg in the winter. He packed up some egg salad sandwiches and off he went. Yeah, he's pretty excited. Harry and the Hendersons <laughs> on the plane. He's having a great time. Um, well, should we dive right in? Let's let's kick this off, and we're actually going to start with with a comment we got about the Halloween episode that we just put out last week. Yeah. Um, and I right after the episode, I thought about this too. So I'm glad that uh, this we got this question. This is from Liz. Uh, Liz Liz LePage Liz LePage via Instagram she said what I really love about the first Halloween episode is the end where Michael's giving the kids candy he's just been this awful cringy person all episode but here we get to see him being actually quite sweet Mm -hmm. I think it would have been too much or too awful without this scene this was such a great episode thanks well thank you Liz Um, I had that in my notes a lot of times there's just stuff we just don't get to when we're recording yeah there's just so much to talk about and this scene we're talking the end of of season two is halloween yeah we see michael answering trick-or-treat answering the door for trick-or-treaters handing out the candy as his voiceover is sort of playing out the end of the halloween episode right jenna and angela have talked about it on office ladies a bit that you know one of the one of the ideas of the american version of the office is that there was going to be a little bit of hope in wherever they could sprinkle it in so this is a really cringy episode. It ends in this really bad way where, you know, Michael does not only fire somebody, but does pretty much the worst job you could. Hey, he offers him a Chili's <laughs> gift card. It's not like he was rude about Which it. Which gets torn up and thrown in his face. And, uh, and I think I think we just kind of see him for a while, like picking up the pieces off the, off the ground while he's mm-hmm. talking about how much he loves Halloween. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just so sad. It's really, it's just it, a downer. And so it and really like, did need that little bit of hope at the end of the episode. And it's it's another, it's a very unique scene for two other reasons, which is one, we just see Michael on his own at home. Like, yeah. you get the shot of him through the door, you know, uh, or through the window before, before the door opens and the mm-hmm. kids come. And he's just, you know, sitting there watching TV mm-hmm. and he still has his shirt on from, you know, he's just like <laughs> taking his jacket off, his shirt's, you know, he's uh, his unbuttoned a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's it's just him interacting with kids and just yeah. being like you can see how good of a dad he'd be how how yeah. is he is to get on a kid's level yeah and just he's so happy to Little see them lover. the kids love it the candy explodes and he's like, <laughs> yeah. just take it all like, yeah that's you know, right it's all that's yours. right and then and then it just kind of fa- it fades out and yeah. very few office like episodes just end with the voiceover and it just sort of fades out mm-hmm. and we've talked about this with season two episodes but there's a couple moments that don't really ever happen again um, I'm thinking of like. Jim and Pam listening to the earbuds. Yeah. Um, the end of the Dundies, when you get, it ends on the song, you know, as, yeah. as they're leaving the bar. Right, right. And so you get like these sort of just different flavors of endings in season two that you don't really get the rest of the show. Yeah. This is one of them. It's a super, I agree completely with Liz that it's such a cringy episode Then it ends with a little candy, a little sweetness. Uh, Edwin wrote, totally agree. It's an important humanizing and relatable moment mm-hmm. for Michael, who to this point in the show hasn't had many. Yes. It also sets up his desire for a family and kids in a way that isn't a terrible username or an online uh, <laughs> for an online dating site. When he picks a little kid lover, yep. the, you just see him actually, the bring your uh, kid to work day. Yeah. You see what episode. he means in this yeah. in this scene. So yeah, thank you, Liz. Uh, glad we got that one at the top because I as soon as we stopped recording, it was like oh, 
Oh yeah, that's, that's just the a best Halloween scene. Great moment to to bring up. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Liz. Grant via Facebook writes, "Can you do an episode of your least favorite characters and why that person is Nelly?" Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Grant came in hot on Facebook. Uh, um, we're, I think we'll group this because we also got okay, another yeah. message from from um, Evan on Facebook who says who asked what's your least favorite thing about the show and something you wish you could change, and we wanted to bundle these together. You've talked about this, Sean. Yeah, I, I mean, I've probably talked about this the most. You're on. You, but... you, you're keep an eye on some office forums on Reddit, <laughs> right. and Other discussion forums, and it turns into a lot of office hate. Yeah, all the time it's people complaining about the office. Right, it's, that's not why we're here. I don't. Yeah, we don't want to complain. Uh, yes, you're the king I, of complaints I, about I the office. I know, and it's too much. Well, this show is about why we like the office, really. Yeah, and I think if you're going to talk about that, we can talk. It's okay. within that. You know, th- it's not all about just loving the show it's it's about why we love the show and, every, and i think that yeah. it's okay then to bring up totally the things that we don't like about the show every rose has thorns sure um and i think that helps us better understand but i mean uh i've i've talked about this a hundred thousand times but edwin wrote um a little bit he said first would be michael scott leaving the show i wouldn't want to change that um yeah right uh, but he even says uh, that's a cop out answer. So he writes, "I would I would say the overall pacing and stakes from season nine. I think the show goes for too much with all the characters in one season. While the show wraps up almost all of the character arcs in the finale, it's hard for them all to be satisfying because some of them some of those arcs feel rushed. I think Andy's nemesis. Oh, sorry. I think." Part of the reason some people don't like Nellie mm. is because she flips from corporate figure to Andy's nemesis to head of special projects in less than a season. Some of the best moments in the show come from mundane things. As the show itself says, there's a lot of beauty in ordinary things. Mm-hmm. But in season nine, there's a startup company, a long boat trip, Dwight's potential spinoff, the Oscar Angela senator dynamic, and the introduction of different characters, Pete, Clark, and Nellie. It's diff- It's pretty mm-hmm. different from early in the show when a small storyline was how Oscar, Angela, and Kevin liked the thermostat at a different temperature. Right. Uh, I will think about how I would change all of that and give that in another episode, and we'll decide whether Alex and Sean are invited to that recording by throwing different kinds of dirt <laughs> in their face. <laughs> Edwin, sharp as ever, uh, even through his text. What is, it's acidic. Soil. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. It's it's a great point too. Cause yeah. I think just to respond to Grant with with Nelly, I mean, the same problems she's facing in the office are the same problems people have with her on the show, which is why are you here? Who are you? Yeah. You just kind of show up. Well, th- you're 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 Joe Bennett's friend. Yeah. And so you start working at this company, but no one there's like, what is your role here? And yeah. I feel like that's how she's perceived on the show. Like, what are you doing here? My problem with. Nelly is similar to my problem with Andy. Um, they are kind of supplemental characters at first who are outrageous in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and are are there for comedy mostly. Yeah. Um, well, they're and they have some some a little bit of power too that makes them a little scary. Like they're like mm-hmm. Nelly and Andy are both kind of chaotic when we first meet them. Yeah. But then Nellie is like super normal. 
all, all of a sudden. Yeah, and they they humanize her really fast, and they sort of like. There's a few things that happened that that I feel like Nelly they they want they they they're like okay now that we've brought her in let's like give something for people to connect to, which is sort of what happens with every character on the show at some point. Yeah, and I, I actually Nelly's really growing on me. Like the longer the, I return sure. to the show and see it, like I actually I think she's I think she's good and she's she, I mean she's a fantastic actress. I think she's really yeah, funny. Yeah, definitely. And I think I think she adds something to the show. And of course, like you're gonna bring in new characters. Not everyone's gonna love all of them. And uh, people ignore seasons eight and nine completely. Yeah. So it's like, well, whatever. I yeah. mean, Nelly, Nelly's Nelly. She's she she does what she does. Um. So I I guess I can see Grant's point of why she's the least favorite character, and this just comes down to taste. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like for me, like Andy's been trending down for me just overall well sure and it's because of the weight of the last few seasons really takes him way down and like yeah. he's not even near one of my favorite characters although he's so he has so many of my favorite moments on the show and i know he's, he has really funny timing and little bits but as the show goes on it gets worse and worse yeah and uh which leads into sort of what i would have changed is i would never have made andy manager it just it just yeah. never felt like it worked well like it, yeah i mean it's the same with nelly like i think if she was only that character in florida mm -hmm. i would have just been like oh yeah that she's hilarious that character's yeah. hilarious yeah and that's all i would have to say about it yeah um and and they do do some interesting stuff with her i mean it's like the the adoption storyline is 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 interesting it's something different um but I'm already pretty invested emotionally <clears throat> in like Dwight's storyline. Like when the show is early seasons in the show, you only really care about Jim, Pam, and maybe Michael sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, but by this point, I care about Jim, Pam, Dwight, Oscar, Aaron, um. Aaron's a good call, yeah. Like I wanted to I have a lot of like, like emotion. Th that's yeah. a problem that I have with with Nelly's storylines is that I just I I actually cared about something else that they didn't dive into enough. They didn't mm. they didn't mm -hmm. give much much of a satisfying um to to Aaron and Andy's storyline. I feel like they kind of abandoned that. Yeah. A little bit, and part of that has to do with, I think, going to Florida and back, and they're in physically different locations, and it kind of and keeps it, shifting, and it was it was just I, hard to like. Stay I on wonder track if they one. didn't know if yeah. Ed Helms was like gonna be around, and so they yeah. kept thinking maybe we have to write it like write him out. <laughs> it did seem like, but then they don't. Episode uh, in nine, they could have gotten rid of. He Andy. could have just yeah. disappeared forever. Yeah. Um, as far as characters, he was turning down for me. Um, I also said, I, I it's hard to pick a least favorite character. Yeah, because it's tempting to pick a really small side character, but you yeah. have to go with the main cast. And I guess if I had to choose, like maybe Oscar, but he also adds so much to the show. But he's also the one who, like, I laugh the least. He never. Yeah. Anyway, we, uh, just to kind of keep going here, I, I had a couple other things here. I would have kept Ryan in corporate. I would have kept in Jan's position mm -hmm. or that job mm -hmm. for the rest of the show. Yeah, I thought he fit perfectly there. I thought uh, it was. Yeah, and I think you could have. As time went on, played with that character of like this sort of rich New York bro that like is actually really insecure and projects a lot more power and money than he actually has. Yeah, yeah. Because you kind of get that when Dwight and Michael go to New York and they stay in his 
like studio apartment and you realize like oh like ryan's not making as much money as he seems and i know new york is super expensive right right but it's like he's not no he's not as no, cool and no. like well there's that part too where like some he's like at someone's desk like giving a talking head and yeah. then the guy comes in and is like i told you yeah, you can't yeah. do these in my office anymore right. yeah so i feel like they could have kept playing with that and yeah. then you know that could have fractured at some point that he's fooling uh, he's fooling, so yeah. f- fooling scranton branch a little bit he's and, not that cool and having someone michael worships like that is just funny whenever yeah, he comes in and, and mimicking his hairstyle stuff like that <laughs> uh, i would have kept running corporate i also might have i think i would have kept robert california's manager for the last two seasons yeah probably was going to be hard with an actor of that caliber i mean james spader's a pretty big name that right. would have been tough but I thought he his chemistry in the office was perfect. Also, another chance to sort of play with the chemistry of a guy who maybe drinks too much of his own Kool Aid a little right, bit. Right, right. <laughs> of a guy who projects this yeah. super smart, but maybe he's not. And I feel like oh, over two it's seasons, dip- you could have ended and found out that he was a co- total con man. Yeah, because he has a different name. Right. They could have they could have played with that in the last season of like, oh my god, Robert California's been doing this all over the globe and just duping people into <laughs> thinking he's this person. Yeah. And he could have stolen a bunch of stuff and left. He was a great character to be introduced that late in the show and still be yeah. something totally unique and fit within yeah. the show. This still, could probably you know? be a whole episode yeah. talking about this too. Last one super quick is Patrice O'Neill. Wish he could have been around. Oh, for sure. For sure. I feel like but, um, I've said this before, but they, I think they could have set the warehouse up to be this really good little comedy group. Yeah. Like you could bring in guest stars, you could bring oh, in all that, sorts of yeah. people and like the warehouse could have been it's its just own a different, thing. Yeah. But it, that doesn't happen. I feel like a lot of that is cause like I, they must've had plans for Patrice O'Neill. He's so good. Yeah. And uh, you know, but then he dies and, and so you know, yeah, go a different way. Anyway, yeah. those are all uh, my things. Grant, thank you for that question. Do you have anything else? Uh, nah, I mean, it, I will say, Grant, you know, this is just something that we'll, I'll, I'll always be bringing up and stuff like that. So I wanted to give, yeah, a chance for you and Edwin to respond to that. Um, thank you, Grant. David via Twitter has three would you rather's for us. First of all, would you guys rather have seen more development of Oscar and Matt's relationship, mm-hmm. the guy who works in the warehouse, or Kevin and Lynn's relationship? Uh, I just because we get we get Oscar and the senator later on. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say Kevin and Lynn. Yeah. Um, I th- and then he, uh, he also asks, you know, why do you think either were introduced at all? Right. That's, that's a <laughs> yeah. larger question. But sure. like, I mean, you got to add dimensions to these other characters. And as the show goes on, they become realer and realer people. At the same time, they're becoming sometimes more cartoony or sometimes yeah. more outlandish. Like you yeah. also need to see. I mean, Aaron's a perfect example. She comes on as just this like funny, bubbly person. And then over the course of the show, you see, oh, she was, you know, she was raised in a foster home. She has all she right. has all this yeah, stuff in her yeah. past that kind of explains who yeah. she is. Um, you you even I mean you get this with Oscar in the center later on, and you get this with Angela even later when she's like her home life's kind of right. You know, just she's like a homeless crumbling crazy to pieces cat yeah. lady, yeah. And so you start to humanize these and see these their home lives, right. and so you have to do that with Kevin because Kevin's someone who like is is such a cartoon character to everybody in the office. Yeah. I mean, they they do the Cookie Monster video thing. Yeah. Uh, Michael's always making fun of him and he draws him as the pig. It's like you you have to be like, yeah, he's also a real person who has romantic interests, who has relationships with people that like he's attracted to someone and and she's attracted to him and it's like this kind of cute little love story that happens yeah. between him and Lynn and it's really sweet. 
I think yeah, it's it it seems like they introduced these just because they wanted to add a little bit more dimension to these characters. I guess yeah. is really all it is. Yeah. I mean, when we first meet Oscar, you know, or get to know him more in season two, uh, season three, three like. or yeah. season two, well, actually three starting with K Witch Hunt. Well, but we find out sooner because Dwight. Because of um, spring cleaning day, oh. Dwight uh, Oscar calls in sick. Oh well, we and, the audience finds out. Yeah, yeah, Dwight we know. We know earlier. Like, I wonder if. But Gil, any, but yeah. I wonder if Gil knows. And, yeah, Oscar's with Gil, and then he and then they break up, and so yeah. I think uh, you know, I I guess maybe we just like didn't get a, a, I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I I uh, well because also like. Matt just seems so uninteresting. He's really just a beautiful man who works in the warehouse yeah. and smiles, and we don't know anything He's a about shape him. And a drape. Right? Lynn seems really sweet, though. Yeah, I, I could have gotten to know. <laughs> That's the part where, uh, you know, Kevin's like saying, "Like, oh, I'm really sweaty. <laughs> like, feel my hands." <laughs> Lynn's like, "Oh, <laughs> they are sweaty." Yeah. <laughs> I feel like their chemistry yeah. could be really yeah, funny. Yeah, that would have been so. Yeah, I would have liked to see them uh, yeah. see more of those interactions yeah. between them. Like, I feel like you could have made Lynn someone who's actually like really smart, but also exactly the same as Kevin. Yeah, and it would have been really funny. Yeah, and I'd like to see Lynn around more, and she works in the building. Building, right? Yeah, it seemed like they could have. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, next one. Would you rather have the would you rather oh, you have a hear Edwin's response? Oh yes, yeah, I mean sorry. I know we go don't ahead. care, go but ahead. yeah, whatever. I mean <laughs> yeah, he's I mean, he doesn't really add much to the uh, show, but go ahead, uh, Edwin. Great, great question. I would say Kevin and Lynn because of how hopeful Kevin was at the end of that episode. We mm -hmm. don't get enough of that from Kevin throughout the show. A similar moment is when he and Andy assemble the five families, and he talks about getting a small win when he's been going through a hard time. Yes, that's a very sweet moment from yep. Kevin. Yep. Uh, Go ahead. This is the would you rather the second one. Would you rather have the office an, a, the office reboot show, not a reunion, okay, or a Parks and Rec office crossover movie? Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna the read Greg a, Daniels movie. I'll start with Edwin's response here. He yeah. says he says office reboot show. I have a hard time imagining the crossover movie. It would be hard to give all the different characters enough screen time. Yeah, ideally a crossover would be a cold open or a cameo like where Dwight and Ron Swanson meet and discuss horses and or farming the land. That is brilliant. <laughs> be a perfect. Cold that open. would be really. Yeah. I would like to see that definitely. It would uh it would be like Michael when Michael meets David Brent. Um Ricky Gervais. I completely yeah. agree. I think I think you have to go with the office reboot show. Yeah. Here. I you could do like I think the Parks and Rec office like the cold open idea is a really good one and that's Definitely. something you could do, you could have maybe done for like um the Emmys or something. You know yeah. they have those little opening video vignettes yeah. and stuff. And you do something like that, Michael, yeah. where Michael meets Amy Poehler's character, yeah. and or Leslie Nope, and uh, mm -hmm. or Dwight meeting Ron Swanson. I think those like maybe been... Ron is goes to buy beets from Dwight, or Ke goes to his farm, yeah. and like they just yeah talk what, about what about Kelly and Tom Haverford? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, they'd be married. Yeah, <laughs> they'd be perfect. Yeah, or was... the Andes. That would be oh yeah oh, yeah <laughs> that would be pretty. There's funny. a lot of good combos. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. They're kind of in the same universe. Yeah, of writers and and minds, but yeah, uh, there's so many good combos between. Yeah, the two. Andy and Andy playing music together. Yeah, jamming. Yeah, yeah, that yeah would... maybe maybe Andy's in Andy's band. Yeah, Mouse Rat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would have been great. 
Just uh, one scene of them practicing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, last, would you rather, this is a big one. Would you rather read Jim's letter to Pam or Holly's letter to Michael? Edwin says, the Flenderson Files. <laughs> <laughs> I'd uh, also love to read the Flenderson I would also, Files, no yeah. No I don't know if I have enough time to read the Flenderson yeah. Files. Yeah. Um, I know my answer. I know mine. You want to say it at the same time? Yeah. Okay, one, two, three. Holly's, Holly's letter, letter to, to Michael. Michael. Yeah, definitely. I don't know why. I don't really care too much. I, I don't really, oh man. I, I have one reason why. Okay. Look, we, we get a lot of Jim and Pam sweet, tear-jerking moments. Yeah. Got plenty of them. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I want to see, I want to watch Steve Krell's face when he's reading. I know it's about I get yeah. to read that letter, but I want, I want like we see Pam reading her letter. Yeah. And how much it affects her. I would just would like to see Michael reading that letter. Uh, yeah. I'd like to know what's in there. I I think I'd like to see it's what so kind of a letter more, Holly would write. Right. It's so much more complicated with Holly and Michael. I mean, she writes that letter after I mean, do you remember how long they were dating? It was like 3 weeks. It's not it's not very long. Yeah. So before the, before she gets sent back to Nashua. Mm-hmm. Um so they didn't have a very long relationship. She mentions that she kind of dates a lot like so he's not a very like their relationship should be pretty insignificant probably compared to like most of her Mm -hmm. relationships so i think even the fact that she wrote a letter that she never felt like sending is is really interesting and yeah yeah i'd like that that is the one that and and uh but i do i just love this would you rather so much because i think that this is a good one to ask people i think that a lot of people would would disagree with I think with you I mean I. Jim's letter to Pam is you know yeah that's what they get asked at the talkback right. when they air the documentary in the right. show. I mean I just kind of feel like it's, it's for them. I feel like I know what's in his letter. <laughs> feel like it's just like I really I really 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 <laughs> like all, you. That's all. <laughs> it's in crayon. That's yeah. all it says. <laughs> I really 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 like you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you um, like me? Circle <laughs> yes or no. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, Holly's letter to Michael. All right, uh, let's uh, move it thank on Thank you, here. David. Not all these are questions that need discussion, so we're going to run through for you these here. Uh, John sent us an email. Thank you, John. Says, listening to the fan theory episode, you guys are in a new segment called The Conference Room. I guess we just started yeah. that back, <laughs> back then. Uh, you mentioned Serenity by Jan, where you just light a bunch of candles to set the mood. Fast forward to where Michael proposes to Holly, lights a million candles in the annex to propose. It ends up setting off the sprinkler system. He, quote, set the mood. Yep. And the extinguishment of the candles represents the last thoughts of Jan fizzling out. That's amazing. Nice. That's so, I think that's great, John. That's great, John. And Edwin wrote, love the connection here. Any moment like Poetic. this where the show can fold over itself is fun to see. I don't know if it was specifically meant to reference Jan, as we'd hope Michael yeah, doesn't really sense. think about Jan anymore, but a good callback. I mean, uh, yeah, I just think that mm-hmm. that's so clever. And I, I should have rewatched that scene and paused. I, I don't think there's any Surrounded by Jan candles, but it would oh, be no, no. fun. It'd be so funny. It, it, you'd think <laughs> it would that be Michael, funny if at least a few were. Michael got <laughs> left with a few boxes of them, and there's just a couple sprinkled well, in there. Well, that's a lot of candles, man. That would not... I mean, what is the candle budget for <laughs> Michael's proposal? I it think it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. But I think he's going to a craft store and buying a you know yeah. economy size yeah. pack. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on to Han Ross 12. I'm going to just guess... Uh, your name's Hannah on Instagram. She says, just started and uh, just started listening and love it. I have a fan theory. 
The reason Scranton was a successful branch was because Kevin had used the Kalevin, <laughs> which fudged the numbers to make it seem like they were successful when they were the worst performing that's branch. Bril- that's so. True. I think that that's so brilliant. I love that. I love that. That I wish it was in the show. I wish. Yeah. I wish, like, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I guess it could just be in the finale when they see Kevin at the bar. Like, Dwight could be like, Kevin, yeah. uh, I've realized something. You know, I need you to come back mm-hmm. or something. I, I would have, this was an, this ties into why I really wish Ryan could have stayed in corporate. Because mm-hmm. I think Ryan would be the perfect person to see that and let it go because it makes him look like his ideas are sure. doing well. Um, but you, you could have a scene of Ryan, like, looking the numbers and, like, Kevin, you sly dog. Just like have him like do something, you know, have like on the sly down low with devil. Kevin, and there's he's got some side bets going or something, yeah. and then they could be called the Fraud Squad. The oh my gosh, yeah, there you go. that's great. Kevin um, could get arrested <laughs> along with Ryan at the end. Uh, I think that's hysterical. Thank you, Hannah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, Alex via Facebook wanted to tell you about an inconsistency I noticed. Mm-hmm. Not sure. Uh, of the episodes, but Michael rides his old bike into the office to donate for the kids uh, in Benihana Christmas, and in a later episode, doesn't know how to ride Oscar's bike. That is definitely a great catch. That is an inconsistency. That is an inconsistency. To be fair, Oscar's bike is a high-performance bike. High-performance bike. I'll also say- Armstrong has this bike. I'll also say, to be fair, um, we only see Michael ride ride his bike from- the elevator into the office and he crashes it <laughs> that's true but he does navigate some yeah. tight turns yeah like, he it's does. not easy riding a bike indoors yeah. like that yeah um but no that's 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 funny i mean that that does kind of seem like they forgot that they did that that yeah. they already said that michael owned yeah. the bike and we already saw him i mean sort of ride it there's yeah. all sorts we've talked about a lot yeah. of these in the office but uh i always like it when people point them out so yeah you know, always send those in thank you thank you alex, alex on facebook uh Oh, one note, just while we're at it, just because the inconsistencies and the writer's not noticing things. Yeah. You know, we don't always notice everything either. <laughs> and uh, we we've had we got a few messages that we're not including in this in this show that have to do with like, oh, you guys are great, but your quotes are sometimes wrong. We do our best. Edwin's really, really good with the quotes. Yeah. We don't have internet in our new studio because we're in this trailer in a parking lot. We used to be able to look them up on the fly just so that we got them exactly right. Because we want to get them right. Because yeah. I we know how annoying it is when someone's quoting the office and they're really wrong with the quote. Yeah, it bugs me. I hate it. And then so I hate that. I've, obviously, I'm going to do that sometimes. But when you're just talking, and it's like, oh yeah, that quote. Yeah. Usually, I'd look it up so I'm, <laughs> I don't get it wrong. But we do get it wrong sometimes, and we yeah. apologize. We know that we're working people, on being better. Or we're going to be better. We'll maybe someday figure out how to get internet in this <laughs> airstream we need trailer. A hot spot. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we just I wanted to. Because people had mentioned that, and sure. we feel you. We we, we know we it's annoying. It. Yeah, yeah. When I'm at a bar and I hear someone be way <laughs> off, I roll my eyes and I go, get, you know, get out of here. But um, we'll try not to do that. All right, moving on. We have a voicemail. Please leave a message for Andy Bernard. Hi, this is Emily from Indiana. I'm catching up on your podcast. I just discovered it uh, last week. It's awesome. I love it. Office is my absolute favorite. Us too. And I love the insight you guys put into it. I just listened to episode 29, Office Reunion or Reboot. And I thought it would be hilarious if they do a reunion episode. Very MTV reality show-esque. Like uh, somebody 
a producer from another network saw The Office in American Workplace oh, and decided to invite all these crazy people and do some sort of wacky, like, the challenge reality show. But, uh, yeah, thanks for doing the podcast. I love it. Love you guys. Oh Have God. a good day. Oh, thanks, Thank Emily. you, Emily. That's great. What I, I love that idea because we don't... I think at one we've decided we talk, we've talked about doing an episode on the documentary, right? Um, and and we will do that someday soon. But uh, I think it it's funny like the the producers of this documentary are kind of the characters we never see. Sometimes we see crew members, right? But um, you know they would be very important to. Well, they're very they're a very important part to like you know the product that we're seeing so i love the idea arguably that, the most important part. yeah so they're making it so i love the idea that you get somebody like the reboot is produced by somebody else who has yes. an entirely different style exactly and it's more like a keeping up with the kardashians mm-hmm. or a challenge reality show like a survivor like amazing race or right. something like that I think that that's hysterical, or that maybe you see it, see behind the scenes more, see mm-hmm. Michael Scott talking to the producer. Oh, yeah, um, I think that's it's funny to think about these people in a like hyper produced reality show right. environment. Yeah, uh, I thought like something like Big Brother would be funny. Like if yeah. they had to live together, I'd yeah. love to see some of these characters in a house yeah. doing Big Brother or like you know real world type stuff. Sure. Dare um, I say The Apprentice? Dare you say The Apprentice? <laughs> dare you say The Bachelor? I, I thought Toby as The Bachelor would be Bachelor. the funniest show ever. Like, yeah. it's just women trying to get off the show. <laughs> just like, I I gotta go. This yeah. guy is, whew, we went out once and yeah. he talked about this trial for He's hours awful. and hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, and at the end, it's just him in a row and no one else. And it'd be I so sad. I hate so much yeah. about the things he chooses to be. <laughs> Yeah, give me Toby as the Bachelor. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, you you kind of get this in Beach Games a little bit. Yeah, they obviously film it a little like Survivor at times in that episode. You get literally people are saying, "All right, well, yeah. we're going to play these games to see who gets manager becomes the manager." Yeah, it's like that, the Apprentice. Or, yeah, it's definitely. Like Survivor. That's true. And the winner gets this job. Um, so they've played with the idea on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually I I spend a little too much time on this question. Does everyone have an answer? Because I, I got a thing I want to. Uh... He does. He doesn't. Okay. He didn't make it this far. So you mentioned He's the no amazing, longer with us. You mentioned the Amazing Race. Yeah. And I thought that's by far the best format. I yes. think you should have. If if, if oh. a producer were to redo, are the you going to partner them up? I made eleven. <laughs> so there's eleven okay. teams okay, every okay. new season of, yeah. uh, of the okay. Amazing Race. And I used to watch the Amazing Race back. I, in the day. I, I remember that. Watched it in a while. Yeah. I used to love. It's a fantastic show. But they always have eleven couples or duos and then they sort of fill they get every kind of relationship sure between yeah couples 11. brothers yeah family uh, uh there's usually a son mother dad daughter mo- yeah there's yeah. usually something like that okay there's friends there's there's cousins uh-huh. um so here's how i would match up every, all the teams in the office and obviously you're gonna have ryan and kelly yeah that's gonna be they're going to flame out real quick. They'll, they'll lose almost immediately. They should, but the producers are going to keep them around for a while because they're just too funny. They're yeah, just too yeah, good for yeah, TV. Yeah. Uh, Jim and Pam, obviously, okay. they're going to be a couple. I am I initially had Dwight and Angela, but I think Dwight and Moe's is a way funnier oh, and yes. better team. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, they're cousins, so you get the family team. Oscar and Angela. 
Yeah, I'd say they're room because they're roommates by yeah. the end of the show. But they'll so that's like how drive each them. other crazy the whole time. They, they could unlock the best in each other in this like high stress yeah. environment. I don't know. Yeah, they're both accountants. They clearly are. They're kind of raising a child together. They right. are capable of working together. Clearly, yeah. So I actually think they could be okay. A, a dark horse ca- uh, okay. winners there, Oscar and Angela. Um, I have Michael and Holly or Michael and Stanley. Michael and Stanley <laughs> Michael would be Stanley. the funniest team by far. But Michael and Holly, may, would, of course. Michael and Holly would they would be the they'd be the couple on the show that everyone likes, but they get yeah. out early. Yeah, because they just wouldn't. They'd be too interested in each other. Yeah. They'd be having too much fun to yeah. take it seriously. Yeah, because they're so silly. Both they'd of them. make some big mistakes. Yeah, Aaron and Andy would flame out. They'd be the really. Oh yeah. Everyone would hate Andy. There's always one guy on The Amazing Race that everyone's just like, screw that guy. He's such an asshole. That would be Andy on this show. Aaron and Kelly could have been a team as well. Aaron and Kelly could have been a team, but you got to have Ryan and Kelly. Yeah, they're yeah, just, yeah. Yes. They're agreed. too good for yeah. the show. Uh, David and Charles, the corporate team. Oh, okay. Uh, just kind of boring. Yep. Yeah, but, no, I like that. Know, they probably do pretty well. Well, the, then having Charles around too, just yeah. like, yeah. Is, they're kind of like a villain. Almost. Yeah, you'd need them. You didn't wouldn't like them. They'd be, they're yeah. both, they're too good looking they're too good. Yeah, you need a you need an enemy. They they'd be them. Uh, Kevin and Daryl would be a great team. Mm-hmm. Just friends. Yeah, uh, they you know they they wore the Miami Heat costume together. Yeah, they play in the band together. Yeah, I think they'd be good friends, and I think they'd uh, you know I think they'd do all right. Mm-hmm. They'd, they'd be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phyllis and Bob. Mm-hmm. There's usually an older couple that would be Phyllis and Bob. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabe and Toby. <laughs> 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 Every season, it does seem like there's a sacrificial duo where they're just like, they're really endearing, but they're yeah. gone. They yeah. just can't cut it. They just aren't cutthroat, and they can't do it. And it's always like, the, it's always two really nice guys, and they're yeah. usually the first out. Yeah. That would be Gabe and Toby. Okay. And then Creed and Meredith would be the last oh, duo. Yeah. Um, they'd, they'd win. They'd be cutthroat. I, so I have, I think the top three, I think the final three, you'd end with Dwight and Moe's, mm-hmm. Creed and Meredith, and Oscar and Angela would be my yeah, pick. Yeah, I like that. Maybe Kevin and Daryl instead of Oscar and Angela, mm-hmm. but I think Kevin and Daryl, just the physical hardships of being on The Amazing Race <laughs> might prove a little much for them. Creed and Meredith, so, Creed would know people everywhere yeah. they went, and yeah. he'd... he'd both of them be willing to cheat. Both of them be willing <laughs> yeah. to do whatever it takes. At whatever it takes. Yeah. Uh, so I think Creed and Meredith <laughs> yeah. are winning that thing. I love that. And they're taking a million bucks. Absolutely. You're never seeing them again. 100%. Sorry, that was a long, but I, was I had too much fun thinking that about really that. Fun. If you don't like The Amazing Race or have never seen it, I really apologize. <laughs> uh, Emily, thank you so much. Uh, we got a Facebook message from, uh, do you know how to, uh, Kyrod? Ky- Ky- Kyra Rod, K I R E R O D, Kira, Kira Rod, on so, Facebook. Sorry, we're messing you know, that it's up. Just, it's usernames. Uh, hi, hi guys, big fan of the podcast. I noticed on basketball episode how Ryan has his clothes mm-hmm. in a plastic bag, and how also he has his clothes in, in, in plastic yeah. bla- in plastic bags when Kelly leaves with her pediatrician boyfriend, and Ryan is following her. Just a little just as, fun you know, note. The, keeping uh, his bags Ryan in plastic. Doesn't, <laughs> yeah, keep, Ryan doesn't, plastic o- doesn't own a proper gym bag. <laughs> yeah. That is or that bag. is interesting. Yep. Yeah, yeah, just a, a fun one. And even after even after making it to the top, <laughs> and uh, he still just he got still the, the hefty bag. Still couldn't get himself a proper still bag. The, the glad drawstrings. That's a good. I, that's a good point. I've never noticed that. <laughs> Next one, uh, Gina via Facebook says. By the way, I don't know who, but one of you guys sounds just like Ryan. Hmm. Edwin said, probably me, to be honest. <laughs> I but know. I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't think it's you. I don't. Your voice doesn't sound like Ryan's at all. Yeah, I don't think I don't know who she's talking about. It, I, it's got to be me or Edwin. <laughs> Maybe it is Edwin. Could be Edwin. Yeah. This is okay. So this is Alex. This is Sean. I'm Sean. Edwin's Edwin's not here, but if he's we the are other not voice the guy. you're usually hearing, so please let us know, please, uh, yeah. Gina. Gina, circle back. We need you to follow up on that one. Thank you. Next question from at Fabmissum on Twitter says, "You guys, this is uh, in response to the Jim and Dwight episode from oh, okay. two or three weeks ago. You guys, great episode, but I cannot believe you left out the simplest yet most." hilarious prank Jim ever pulled on Dwight in the cold open of Free Family Portrait Studio. <laughs> this, of course, is the tearaway suit prank. Yeah. Yes, we forgot. It is yeah. awesome, though. Yeah. It's so good. Edwin said, agreed, huge miss on our part. I always think of what we missed as soon as we finished recording. That is one of the all-time great pranks. So we did the Jim versus Dwight Yeah, as... We talked about it a little deeper than just the cold pranks. opens and the pranks. I'm sure at some point we're going to do a prank show because more mean, people do pranks than I just... Jim and Dwight also. I get, but, that's true. Um, but we didn't we didn't go through every prank just because the episode was more just about their we relationship. We wanted to talk about their friendship too, but that's that uh, one is so good. I'm so glad that. And I uh, don't think she said left out the simplest yet most hilarious. It's it's simple in its how you see it. It's just yeah. a tearaway suit, but that would be a hard to have Wait. Dwight put on that suit and not realize it's a tearaway suit. It's not like made of Velcro. Yeah. You're paying a lot. That's a tough suit to make. That yeah. Dwight doesn't notice that <laughs> when he's getting dressed in the morning and you got There's it. There's like Velcro strips yeah. in his suit. I know he I know. swapped it at the dry cleaners or something. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. It's, but it, the Dwight, Dwight, a man of <laughs> a man of detail and a serious, serious man of integrity wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't notice it. His own clothes he wears are different. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but thank you. We, we appreciate yeah. that. Like that uh, one. That's a great family one. portrait is, uh, mm-hmm. is a fantastic prank. Mm-hmm. One of a couple times we see sudden, su- sudden, almost full nudity from Dwight when he shows Michael that he's not <laughs> yeah. wearing a wire, wiggles <laughs> his pants <laughs> off, <laughs> and then he gets the suit pulled off of him. There's just a couple times you get, uh, yeah, you get Dwight with no clothes, <laughs> naked on. Dwight. Mm-hmm. Always he, gotta love naked. He Dwight. also does that when he's, uh, or he's down to the wife beater when he's working on Phyllis's back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. We see a lot of, well, it's right there. Thank you, Fab Missum. Uh, the next, we got this one uh, from Cat D'Inferno. Cat uh, D Inferno. Cat D Inferno on Facebook. Cat Inferno. Sure. Uh, yeah. Via Facebook, um, they said, "I love your podcast. Of all the Office podcasts, I tried to listen to yours. Uh, is really the best one. That's really Thank sweet. You. Thank you very this much. This next line is really true. You stay on topic, and your knowledge about the series is impressive. Specifically, Edwin's. Yes, he's." <laughs> He's definitely the best. Edwin's playing lead We're guitar. Sorry, he's not here right now. Sean and I are the rhythm section. There's yeah. no doubt. Uh, I've been watching, listening to The Office every single day for two years now. Uh, I wake up, I click on the random button, and I start my day listening to an episode. T- time out. Where, yeah. Excuse me? Where is Where does this exist? Where are you watching it on? Where is the... Ra- there's I, the random I've been button. wanting a random button to watch The Office forever. How did is you there, find this? Yeah, there's a shuffle button now. You got to hit us back about that, Cat D'Inferno, please. Did you code one on your own? Because if so, you get ready to make some money. Yeah. Send us the link, buddy. I'm eating lunch. Oh, this is back to the message. I'm eating lunch. I put on an episode. I fall asleep every night listening to an episode. There's something very soothing and comforting about this show. 
I actually tried watching the first episode a couple of times before it actually took off, and I realized how great the show was. Happened the same with Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, that's a great show. Shout out. Love the Trailer Um, Park Boys. So, uh, uh, they actually sent us an article from uh, Bustle.com, and it is called... It's called, Can You Be Addicted to Wash in the Office? And Here's Why You Actually Can't Get Enough. Yeah, so this was... I I read... uh, I almost finished it, uh, but uh, I... uh, (laughs) You started watching The Office. uh, But... Besides having a lot of great um, uh, comments from listeners who are saying that they're watching the show because it relieves their stress and relieves their anxiety or because they just, um, you know, they watched it with someone they love or, um, you know, even people talking about, uh, you know, losing a family member or something Mm -hmm. like that and then turning to the show for comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, t- it, it a lot of people had a lot of different reasons why they like it, but all of it was kind of coming from that angle that it's that it's a comfort to them, that it relieves yeah. stress, that it makes life easier. Um, and but near the end of the article, they start getting into the psychology of all that, um, and they do mention it's really interesting. It's really interesting, and they mention you know the fact that it's an ensemble cast, that there's all these different personalities and different situations going on, that there's all these kind of points of entry for mm-hmm. for people who are just looking to compare themselves to another right. character. Like if, or If you want a love story, it's there. If you just want comedy, it's there. Right. You know, if, if you want character growth, it's there. If yeah. you want, you know, whatever you are, there's something I, I for mean, you. I mean, anything, there. even when Michael feels embarrassed or yeah. when, um, you know, Jim is bored. Like those, yeah. ty- you know, it, 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 depending on whatever you're feeling that day, you can, you know, see yourself in, in another character and then you're in, you know, yeah. then you're all of a sudden in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think there's other two really important things kind of do with the psychology of it, of, of why. It's so beloved. One is like it. There's there's a lot of it. There's nine seasons of it, and it's an anecdote to the stress of choice. Yeah. That when you fire up Netflix or whatever platform you're on, there's so many things. You're like, I don't know even where to go. Yeah. And it's just it's always there for you, and there's a lot of it. Yeah. So you can keep rewatching it, but there's so many pockets. There's so many seasons. Yeah. You can snuggle into. Yeah. And spend some time. Spend a few hours with these characters, sure. and it it doesn't demand anything of you. Yeah, it's just there, and, and it, it's not asking you to even necessarily pay attention or think deeply or really have to follow a plot that gets thick and convoluted or whatever. It's yeah. just there it can for be you. Background. It can mm-hmm. be you can to- you can just watch it straight. You can up. watch it on your own. You can watch yeah. it with a bunch of people. Right. It's just it's just the perfect at well, the perfect time when all this streaming is happening. It's just it's there. And there's other shows out there. Like there's other shows out there that have a lot of episodes or a lot of seasons or ensemble casts or mm-hmm. you know or just uh, are quieter, simpler shows. So I mean, you know what 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 this article is asking is is kind of what the at the heart of our show too we're obsessed with the show like there's other shows that we love there's other good tv but what do you what else are you watching and re-watching this much so you know i think that's why we do this podcast because we want to unpack the show and analyze and just kind of get like try and boil boil it down and try and understand why it is this mm-hmm. show that um 
that you guys out there and us all love so much. Um, I will say, too, that, like, The Office doesn't really have much of a soundtrack for most of the time. Mm. I mean, music gets brought in a lot more later on. Yeah. But um, besides the opening, it's a very... Which is way too loud. Which is way too loud. You can skip it now. Thank goodness you can skip it now. But um, it it is like a softer show, like... Sonically, it, it's, right. it kind of is at the same level. It which doesn't is, jump out at you. Which is why I always used to fall asleep to it. I don't as much anymore, but um, I like to fall asleep to it because it was just people, it was just voices talking. And yeah. And, and you know, it's funny because, like, when we first started the show, and it, even bef- way before that, and I heard, you know, that I learned you and Edwin both fall asleep every night to it. And I was like, whoa, you guys really? Yeah. Like, I was surprised. And then reading through this article in the comments, it's like that's a lot of extremely do. common that yeah. people fall asleep to this every night. Um, I actually just listened to uh, Reply All, which is one of my favorite podcasts out mm-hmm. there, and they, they just did a Halloween special. And one of the stories someone was talking about, they uh, they had they essentially get sleep paralysis, hmm. and they start having these hallucinations when they fall asleep, hmm. and so it's almost like they're being haunted every time they go to sleep. Bleh. Um. And they're seeing figures in their room, Yikes. and they can't move, and all this stuff. And it was this. Whoa. It it slowly progressed over the period of time, but she started falling asleep to the office every night to sort <laughs> of like calm that. Oh. And I and so when she said that in the show, I it made me think of this. Yeah. Like, oh man, like it's it it's a prescription too. Like it's medicine. The show can be medicine. It was really sweet to sort of read this article and hear about how much it's helped people just get through something. Yeah. You know, and it's not going to fix you. It's not going to fix no, anything, it's just, but it's going to help you get through it. That's, honestly, you know. it's like a it's like a good friend. Yeah, right? you know, it is. It that's is. what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, just like our good friend Edwin. Yeah, uh, who <laughs> I feel like we should circle back on this with him when he's in town. Yeah, because I feel like he's he would have he a lot didn't to make say. It this and... far, but actually, but this is the type of stuff I love it when people send us stuff like this, or or we find stuff like this, mm-hmm. like an article that's really trying to get to like the bigger questions. Um, mm-hmm. this is what we want to talk about. So please, yep. if you, if you've read something like similar, please yeah. send it our way. We are really Love interested it. in that. Um, all right. I think we got one last one here. Okay. Moving on. We had another voicemail from Amber in Utah. We're not going to play it because it was a quick correction that I really appreciated because I gave the quiz on the Halloween episode mm-hmm. about what the fear of, uh, Halloween is called. And I said, Sam Hanophobia cause I've, only yeah. read the word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a Celtic word. It's it's sort of what an ancient Celtic festival that Halloween is based off okay. of, at least the the, the modern Halloween. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not pronounced Samhain. Of course, it's not because it's Celtic. <laughs> it's pronounced Sawin. Okay. So Amber wanted to correct me, and I appreciate that because I, I I just kind of went with it. I wasn't sure, and I was like, yeah. I'll say Samhain. Someone will correct me. And yeah. thank you, Amber. She stepped up. Sawin. Sawin. Yeah. So copy uh, that. All right. Thank thanks, you. Amber. Thank you for that. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we got this message uh, via Facebook from K- uh, CSILK. <laughs> Cecil. We'll call, we'll call Cecil C- K. Cecil K. Hey, guys. I love your podcast and wanted to suggest a possible topic to discuss about. And the topic was all conference meetings and how off track they can get. And Michael Scott's impressions. Um, that's a great idea. I've, I would love to like just look at the show within the frame of like what happens Maybe even just what happens in the conference room, yeah, or um, or yeah, only conference room meetings that Michael is running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that was, should be a supercut. I'm sure that's yeah, probably on YouTube. I'd love right? to rank them. Yep. Your favorite conference room? Let's meeting. Let's tuck that away. 
Yeah. I think for this one too, we just wanted to say like, wh- what's your favorite Michael Scott impression or character? I mean, Prison Mike, of course, is like <sighs> so classic. He's on our logo. It's really hard to beat Prison Mike. Yeah. I like Michael Klump too. Dude, I was gonna Big say to me, bang, there's only boom. one. There's only one answer. <laughs> that thumbnail of him in the Michael Klump <laughs> yeah. suit, like it's the most eye-catching one. Yeah. I feel like of the entire show, and I like it yeah. makes me laugh just scrolling past that image. Yeah, because he's got the go- big fat pig. <laughs> he's got the beautiful. goatee. It's, yeah. It's so funny. It's so funny. And everyone was cracking in the room when he walked in, like, in the bloopers. So I think that the cast might agree that. I think that's my favorite part. There's that part where he's being really serious all of a sudden, and then he takes a few steps and goes, (laughs) bing, bang, boom. (laughs) That, yeah, that one's, I mean, it's it's fantastic. That's Uh, a great idea. A couple other drops. I guess his impression of a robot. I was just <laughs> learning to love. That's great. The Million Dollar Man. That's great. They talked about that novice ladies. Yeah. That scene of how it's like 20 seconds. And mm-hmm. it's like when you consider how long that is in a sitcom yeah. on like a major network sitcom. That's yeah. kind of incredible. They yeah. let that ride for so long. <laughs> for so long. But uh, I love uh, Blind Guy McSqueezy. <laughs> The I women fell, in his improv class into, absolutely <laughs> hate him. I fell into a pit of acid. Yeah. Eyes first. <laughs> Vat of acid? Probably. I don't want to get it wrong, you know. Oh, gosh. <sighs> I'm so stressed about quotes now. All right. Well, then let's just move Why on. Why don't we already. move on here? We, we're already, wow, we are going long. Conference room. going to happen. Five here minutes. We are. Right now. Right now. Conference room. Topic. Hopefully. Let's go. All right. For this, uh, for this conference room. Uh, this is actually in line with uh, a, a message we got on Facebook. I'm sorry, I didn't write down the name of who sent it. I'll give you the okay. I'll give you the credit a little later. But um, uh, he sent us in this this message asking if we've seen two different office theme bands. Okay, they're making music. They're okay. both on YouTube now. Oh, I was initially like, uh, wait, is this like people dressed up in? Are they doing it or is it just this? Is it I just, think I know one of these. Yeah, they're both. In the on the harder side of rock, <laughs> okay, we'll say um, they're like punk bands. Or there's one. There's a pop punk band, yeah, called Michael Scott with a dollar sign for the S. Okay, now this is only they only posted their first one a couple months ago and their last one a week ago, mm-hmm. and I'm like, there's needs to be way more views. There was yeah. like six, seven thousand views at the time when I looked yeah. at it, and it's like this is so good. So I'll play that second, but first we're gonna play the first one. This is from Sammy Slam Dance. <laughs> okay. Uh, Real hard rock, <laughs> uh, incorporating some office quotes. So okay. I just wanted to share this with you. This is called I Declare Bankruptcy. <laughs> what a great name for a track. Hey, cuz, heard you're having money problems. No, you didn't. <laughs> Listen, I got the answer. You declare bankruptcy, all your problems go. Declare. Oh my gosh. That's it. 
That's amazing. I love that. Just, just, a, just some quick, I, quick heavy metal. It just drops. <laughs> Bankruptcy. Oh great God. job. Great work there. All right, now, this next one, uh, again, this is Michael Scott, dollar sign for the okay. S, kind of pop punk. I think I've heard. Blink-182-ish. Okay, okay, okay. You may have heard this may, before. I, this sounds familiar. Yeah, so I, I grabbed a couple selections. Um, to, all right, this is from Safety Training. So really quick, all the lyrics in these songs, they're just doing direct quotes from the script. Yeah. They don't mess with anything else. It's all exactly as is. Okay. Yeah. My life, oh my life. Everything's wrong. The stress of my modern office has caused me to go into a depression. <laughs> That that is Baylor. So, I hardly knew her. That is amazing. So well done. I love that so much. Production quality is <laughs> yeah. great. Okay, I I got this one's a little longer. I, I could not choose which part of this to play. Okay, so we're gonna let this ride. Let it it's ride. Just it's too funny. I want right, this hear is it. from Diversity Day. <laughs> They're really good. It's good. <laughs> you know why? This is a color-free zone here. Stanley, I don't look at you as another race. Exactly. We're not colorblind. Let's celebrate. Celebrate good times. Come on, come on. favorite band it's <laughs> it's so good i hope this blows oh, up yeah yeah well <laughs> i love that so much anyway that's the conference room michael scott dollar sign on the s and sammy slam dance thank you both for making office music it's time for some trivia let's just do our thing collect our hardware and get the hell home Okay, for this trivia, uh, this was uh, sent in on Instagram by okay. Jose Cita, J O S E C I T A A. Thank you for sending this in, and she sent this quiz. Uh, it's all about Michael Scott, and we like to do internet quizzes from time to time, mm-hmm. just to kind of flex our muscles and show you that like how good we are. Right. 
<laughs> Edwin. <laughs> well, that, yeah, and also Edwin's not here, so I feel like we need to give ourselves some softballs that we that we, yeah. we also know. Some, sure. Some okay. Trivia. I mean, we're okay. We're yeah. better than the average person at Office Trivia. But Maybe. Yeah. Dixon City. <laughs> God, never, I'm never going to get over that. That's so crazy. Um, so this one, and we especially like the quizzes that are things like only a true Office fan. Or right. only an office master can ace this quiz. Okay, yeah. Like we looked up one before this, and the first question is, "What city is Dunder Mifflin in?" And you're just like, "Get, get, <laughs> get out, out of get here! Out, get off the internet! What are you get doing?" Get the hell out of here! So this one was called "Only True Office Fans Can Ace This Michael Scott Quiz." Okay, but I looked it over. It's not. I feel as like I'm easy. a true office fan. Yeah, so I'm gonna give you. Uh, uh, I'll give you the question, and then there's four answers, and we'll okay. see if we can get these. So I haven't done this quiz either. Okay. Uh, question one: When was Michael born? Was it March 12th, 1964, March 15th, 1964, March 15th, 1962, or March 12th, 1962? So at least these are good answers. Ooh, wait, oh. I think it's March 15th, 1964 is my guess. Uh, and it's not really a guess. I'm pretty sure that's right. I know it's March 15th. And okay. I would assume it's 64. I'm not sure why. Uh, I like it. So he would have been. It is March fifteenth, nineteen sixty four. Nice, nailed nice. it. Nice. All righty. Question two. Oh boy, what is Michael's middle name? Garrett, Dave, Gary, or Leary? It's Gary. It's Gary. We know that. Come on. We first learn. Uh, we first learn that when Jim is impersonating Michael yeah. on the phone in season two. Yeah. Uh, where did Michael grow up? Scranton, New York City, Philly, or Utica? He's from Scranton. We know that. He's from Scranton. Yep. What is the name of the TV series that Michael <laughs> appeared in when he was a child? Bundle Farm, Fun, it's Bundle Fun, Fun, Kidsville, or Fundle Bundle. Bundle. We don't need the choices for that one. Get, Get out of here. Uh, question number five. At what age did Michael lose his virginity? 18, 25, 40, or 28? It's... T- oh, sorry. Well, the last one was 28. 28. It's 28. It's 28. That is 28, And yes. then again for seven years. <laughs> question six. What percentage Native American heritage does Michael claim to have? One fourth, two fifteenths, three eighths, or seven twenty ninths. I think it's two fifteenths. That is and correct. Then says that number doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it is two fifteenths. Uh, according to Michael, he once went how many years without having sex? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. And then again for seven. Uh, I think it's that's right. Question eight. What's the name of Michael's stepfather? Jeff. Don't need the answers Jeff, yep. for that. Thank you. Uh, I hate you. Which one of these characters <laughs> is not? One of Michael's character. Uh, which one of these characters is not a Michael alter ego? Okay. Orville Tutenbacher, Caleb Crawdad, Michael Clump, or Michael Scoop? Michael Scoop. Michael Scoop. Who's that? Get out of here. These internet quizzes. Uh, question 10 with a picture of Date Mike winking. Which female employee does Michael try to kiss? Jan, Meredith, Pam, or Kelly? He tries to kiss Pam outside of Diwali. He does because he successfully kisses Jan. Mm hmm. Uh, question 11. Which male employee does Michael try to kiss? Jim, Ryan, Creed, or Oscar? Uh, he does kiss Oscar. So, so the answer, it is, I just clicked it, it is Oscar, but he actually successfully kisses Oscar. Well, yeah, okay. Um, I assume he's I, thought about kissing Ryan. I get I get what they're, yeah, I, I get what they're going for. Uh, which of the following phrases is not taught to Michael by Daryl? Dink and Flicka, Pippity Poppity, Give Me the Zoppity, mm-hmm. Catch You on the Flippity Flip, mm-hmm. or Fleece It Out? Catch you on the flippity flip. Yep. Although Michael does say that over he says and over it in the and warehouse, over again. But Daryl doesn't teach him that. Yeah. Catch you on the flippity flip. When he's trying to shoot the basket in the. Uh, yeah. How many kids did young Michael say he wanted to have? A thousand, a hundred, fifty, or ten? You mean on Fundle Bundle? I think it's a hundred. 
I think it's a hundred, and then he'll no, they'll kids, all be so. his friend, yeah. and no one can say no to being his friend. Yeah, uh, it is a hundred. Nice. Who bought Michael his world's best boss mug? Creed himself. Packers. But yep, he yes. bought it for himself at Spencer's himself. gifts. That's correct. Um, who is Michael's favorite actress? Is it Julia Roberts, Kate Winslet, Hilary Swank, or Meryl Streep? It's Meryl Streep. It is Meryl Streep. The image for that question is him just starting to throw his jacket <laughs> as he walks in. <laughs> Question 16, what year did Michael start working at Dunder Mifflin? 1990, 91, 92, or 93? Hold on. Okay. I think it's 93 because the show starts in 2003, and then by season five, he's saying that it's 15 years he's been at the company. I thought the show started in 2005. I don't think so. Is it 2003? Mm -hmm. So you're saying 93? Because you're right, it has been 15 years when the show starts. So I think it's 93. It's not 93, it's 92. Frick! 90, 1992. Okay. Ugh, sorry, Edwin. Uh, which celebrity does Michael think he sees when visiting New York City? Uh, I think he sees Tina Fey. That's correct. But and he, he misses, misses Conan, Conan O'Brien. <laughs> uh, question 18, what is Jan and Michael safe word? Bananas, peanuts, forage, or foliage? Oh, it's foliage. <laughs> it's foliage. <laughs> when you have the answers, yeah, yeah. It's like, we shouldn't even need these <laughs> answers. Know. Yeah. Uh, what illness does Michael get during the summer between season six and season seven? Yellow fever, pneumonia, West Nile virus, or none of them? I think he gets the West Nile virus. You're right. <laughs> yes. He does. <laughs> according to Jim, lost a ton of weight. <laughs> according to Jim, how much time does Michael? How much? How much time does Michael spend procrastinating? Eighty percent of his time, thirty, nineteen, or one? According to who? According to Jim. 80. Yeah, uh, no. He says 19%. <laughs> really? That's what this quiz says. Okay. He is it maybe referring to that graph that he makes at one point. He makes a pie chart at one point. I think so. Okay. Uh, question 21. Which famous actress does Michael share a birthday with? Charlize Theron, Sandra Bullock, Cameron Diaz, or Eva Longoria? I feel like it's Charlize Theron. It's Eva Longoria. Hmm. But, I don't remember. You know, that. left something to break the ice. Um, Edwin would have gotten it. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, which movie is Michael's second favorite? Back to the Future, Devil Wears Prada, Toy Story, or Star Wars? <laughs> it's Back to the Future, right? Ba yeah, Back to the Future. Yeah. I think it's Back to the Future. It is Back to the Future. Okay, yes. okay. Devil Wears Prada is his favorite movie? I like Toy Story is his favorite movie. All right. Okay. Uh, question 23. What is Michael's favorite ice cream flavor? Vanilla? Chocolate mint, mint chocolate chip, or mayonnaise and black olive? I think it's mint chocolate chip. It is mint chocolate yes. chip. That one I know for sure. Uh, Michael's incapable of keeping a secret, so what does Jim call him? A big mouth, the world's worst confidant, blabbermouth, or he'll talk your ear off. It's the world's worst confidant. Yeah, yeah. Right. Michael is, yeah. He's the uh, what, is what is Michael's code name in the warehouse? Uh, the Big Boss, Hurricane Mike, Dennis the Menace, or Disaster Mike? I don't they know. They call him Dennis the Menace. Do they? I just, in my head, I feel like I hear okay. Daryl saying saying that. Yeah. I think it Hurricane is. It Mike. is. It's Dennis oh, the Menace. Okay. Yeah. It's Dennis the Menace. Uh, oh, and finally, did Steve Carell win an Emmy for portraying Michael Scott? Yes uh, or no? He didn't. I know he didn't. It's just kind of like, what? That's a bummer. That's a bummer. I think he got plenty of nominations. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we, okay. missed, we missed one or two there. I don't but know if we're true Office fans. I guess. Well... I mean, in our defense, that quiz said only Michael Scott is going to ace that. So. <laughs> um, you guys, so thank true. you so much for listening. Um, you know, 
this mail these mailbag episodes are a lot of fun but of course we need you to write in or call us and and leave us questions and comments so give us a call 503-694-9314 you can call us and leave us a message we'll play it on the show you can email us mspodcastcompany at gmail.com we're on facebook and in and instagram mm. michael scott podcast company we're on twitter at michael scott pod <clears throat> we have a website michaelscottpod.com Special thanks to Ryan Lloyd, who runs our social media and designs all our artwork, and Open Signal, a community media center in Portland, where we record our podcast in an Airstream trailer in the parking lot. Mm. With no internet. With no internet. <laughs> uh, join us next week uh, when, uh, you know, I'm sure Edwin will be back. And uh, I think we got we got upcoming, I know we're going to be doing some Andy. Yeah, we're finally going to dive into Andy Bernard. We're going to do a, a morality in the office yeah, uh, we're going to discuss some, that's gonna some be a, big questions. A larger one. we got some fun stuff. Some, There's some more characters some more coming up. more philosophical topics. That's right. And, of course, we're coming into the holidays, so... Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure I'll be talking a little more office holidays Yeah, as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about all the Thanksgiving specials. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Which uh, never ha- has never happened. If, office, if your message, your voicemail got sent in, we didn't get to it, that's probably because we're either saving it for another Yeah, episode. we're still saving these things, so... Um, so but we, we did try and empty out a lot of them. But please keep sending them. I mean, you can see people yeah. are saying... People are just pointing out when we're wrong. They're pointing out when yeah. the show's wrong. That's whatever. perfectly fine. It's all you, good. Write, write to us and tell us we're wrong. We, 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 and again, <laughs> again, huge shout out. Go check out Sammy Slam Dance and Michael Scott, yeah. dollar sign for the S, because there's a few other tracks. We didn't see, this is audio, obviously, so you it is set to the videos as well. That's great. So you can see him okay. saying it as they're singing it, which makes it even funnier. Even so funnier. Check that out. And join us next time. Thanks for listening. Pippity Poppy, give me the solid. Yes, sir. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.